The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we commit this broadcast of a session free of justice weekend into your hand. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. We're alive, Lord God, especially them are alive. And then that watch via, via replay. I pray for them, oh God, that what you have for them, these packages you have for them, will be, will be imparted unto them. I pray, oh God, that the angels that work with me in the ministry will be dispatched even right now to impart they at their houses. You saw that you, you cause the angel to fly swiftly in the book of Daniel. So, Father, let the angels fly swiftly and impart to God's people under the influence of this program here tonight. Impart to them that which you have of them. Lord, they will wake up with dreams. They will wake up with visions. They will come up with ideas. Their heart will be stirred for God causes. They will prepare, oh God. They will be ready, oh God. They will know that we were sick and body they will find tomorrow morning when they wake up the symptoms are gone where there was chronic pain it will be gone where there is gross it will be gone lord god where the blood was contaminated it shall be cleansed oh god where the lungs didn't function 100 percent they will find it functioning 100 tomorrow morning why because you will send up your ministering spirits the angels of god over this broadcast spirit of the lord father you have given angelic ministry lord as a sign an angelic manifestation a minute as a sign of our ministry spirit of the living god let it be so even tonight in the name of jesus father you've also given us a sign to this ministry the, the opening of eyes to see into the realm of the spirit how many testimonies have we had that on our bro in our meetings and under under the sound of a voice men begin to see open visions of jesus the eyes open into the realm of the holy ghost angels appear unto them lord let tonight be a night like that let tonight be a night like that let the fruit be as such a kind tonight we ask you father in the name of jesus thank you blessed holy spirit you are here and you're gonna make jesus real unto us you're gonna quicken the word thank you for unctioning this meeting let nothing be communicated short of the unction nothing beyond the unction let the perfect will of jesus be done over this broadcast here this evening spirit of the lord you have your way you glorify jesus always and guides us into all truth and you are the anointing that abides and inside of us and teaches of all things jesus we love you it's all about you just as the song said, Lord God, that, we, that was the introduction, Jesus, that we worship you. But we know that life is about Jesus, loving Jesus, knowing Jesus and being exactly like Jesus. Father, we love you. You will have your way in Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. And I'm going to turn to, of course, like I just said, I'm going to go to the Empowered Daily. All right. If you don't have it, download it. Uh, uh, you can't download it. Uh, just listen. And I'm going to read. And, uh, and when I'm going to talk, I'm going to read and talk. I may read the whole thing and talk. Yeah, well, however the Spirit leads. And please bear with us. And uh, we want to lay for something important that we're going to say uh, this evening. Hallelujah. We're talking about apostolic men. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Now, I'm going to Wednesday, January the 13th. Hallelujah. Confidence, spirituality, right? And I want you to understand because there must be a con. We, we, we're speaking about this constantly, even today. We dealt with it in, 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 the, in the morning broadcast and, 
And, um, but something we want to, is in confidence spirituality and, and, uh, is the topic that we wrote. We said the subject of spirituality has been largely misunderstood. Many have confused it with philosophy and religion. Far be it from these two. We call this pseudo-spirituality. True spirituality goes beyond motivation and vain hope. Philosophy and religion motivates people to put confidence in the flesh. They are bringing academic and life achievements and social standing. All the aforementioned is empty and void of the power of transformation. The benefits of fleshly statuses are fleeting. Just look at it today. It doesn't matter whether you were old or young, whether you were uneducated or educated. It doesn't matter your social standing around the world. Men will lock down in their houses. Right? And uh, um, they, they, somebody somewhere said, made, made sure whether what you do is essential or not. They, they, they had the manual and they had their own definition. And they said, uh, uh, these ones are essential. The rest of you are unessential. Sit down. Don't make money. No, lose your livelihood, so forth and so on. But you understand that, that whatever social fleshly status you had in 2020 was a rude awakening to say these are fleeting, they pass away. All right? And even without 2020, it will have still have been fleeting. Amen. So, so I understand no, no philosophy and religion and all these things have no benefit. Whatever you put confidence in must be of true eternal value. In other words, it must carry above weight in this life and before the throne of God. Just think how many people passed away. What we, what, when they were standing and laying there and the spirit was at the edge of eternity and they were about to leave their body, nothing but they, no, none of the statuses mattered. Jesus said, what, what, what does it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and yet forfeits his own soul. You see, it's what you do of eternal value. Jesus said, while you're on earth, use unrighteous mammon. Use the time to, to make friends in heaven. Right? Don't make your treasure be on earth. Let it be in heaven. Why? Because things must be of eternal value. And 2020 have taught us and has shown us that how, how, how frail and how fleeting life can be and how it can wither away. And, uh, um, and how, the, how seemingly the, the human relationships we treasure is not treasured by others like that. Many have died in isolation. Many have not. I remember a story that was so heartbreaking. A man came to me and he was telling a, a, a story. And, and, and I could sense every time he was telling me, wanting me to prophesy something. And, uh, um, I, and I, I just, I mean, we, 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 you know, no prophecy is by man's interpretation of the will of man. Uh, but in any case, he, he was saying that how he had family, who, uh, who uh, a relative, a man that just passed away of COVID-19. And he says that the little daughter was a small little daughter. The daughter is about three, four. Four, four years old, five years old, they are a small little child. And the child is still asking till today. The child, the child, or oh, at that till that day, he was talking to me uh, um, in last year. Uh, the child, he said, was told today, he's still asking, where is my daddy? Right, because the child could not understand because the, the, the daddy could not come into the house. The, the, they, they have to view the daddy through the hearse, some window. 
And the child couldn't understand what's going going on. The child kept on asking, "Where is daddy? What happened to him? Why why did he go to? And he hasn't come back yet." And it's and it's heartbreaking. And I could feel the pain of the man. And I and I could imagine the pain that the family go through and the child will go through, asking a lot of real answers from God when she grows up. So why did my dad die if God was a good God? But I understand it's not on God's side; it is on man's side. And so we have to understand how even the, we can see how men have squeezed even our friends our, our friendships our family values and how the, the, the lockdowns have decimated so many families so many relationships but we have to understand that when you live life you have to live life for the eternal right but carry weight not only this life but for the front of God pseudo spirituality is of no help in the true battles of life true spirituality has the weight of heaven backing it we call this confident spirituality you can stake your life on it Paul explained that confident spirituality puts no confidence in the flesh but rather rejoices in Christ Jesus and his finished work whilst worshiping God in the spirit now this is the type of spirituality you can have confidence in it is called unshakable Christianity it is true during these days of crisis, men's faith and lives are being shaken and destroyed. The message out there is that, is that the spirituality is non-essential and useless. This, that is true for pseudo-spirituality. Ours is not of the pseudo-kind. Therefore, we are confident in it and know that we are immune to the poison currently contained consuming humanity let your spirituality be of the true kind and be confident in it that is the kind of Christianity we are talking about here that is the kind of context we are talking about here tonight and this is what we are talking about in the power daily here we're not talking about religion we're talking about the power of God the power of God to make sickness disappear, cancers disappear. The power of God to hear the voice of the Spirit. The power of God to oust the devil. The power of God that transforms your soul, your spirit, tangibly. We talked about verse just yesterday, the day before, that Christianity is meant to be tangible. It's meant to be substance. It's of faith. It means to be of evidence that can stand in the court of law. Concrete evidence, that is what faith is about. And so this kind of Christianity we are talking about here, this evening, I want to, I'm going to turn to, to, to Friday, January the 15th, and I'm, and I'm dealing with justice tonight, and I'm, 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 uh, there's a specific thing that we need to talk about, and then, and, uh, and then we, we, we're going to be done, I think. Uh, God's will be done. And, um, and then Friday, January the 15th, uh, where's your keys? Right, I want to say these things and, 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 and understand when we deal, uh, we're dealing with justice. It is Jesus who said, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The words of Jesus. Now that is power. 
The church has been given something invaluable in the dimension of authority and ability. Exousia and dunamis. Exousia influence authority to, to exert influence in the spiritual realm and, and, and mobility. We talks about dunamis, miracle working power. Go on. Governments have been placed under so much unfair pressure. Presidents, governors, mayors, and such officials have been expected to deal with what is actually spiritual problems. There are problems facing humanity today which can only be answered by solutions from the spiritual world. I can tell you, this 2020, the problems are going to arise, humanity's problems with people. They are going to, governments are going to fail. They, they are already in confusion. You know, it's already confused. You know, the, 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 the turmoil is coming confused. And there will come a moment that, will, that somebody, some leader somewhere will have to say, hey, this is, this is not normal, this one. I don't have the answers. And that's going to be scary for humanity when the leaders get up and they say, we don't know what to do. We, we are trying this. We are trying that. But why? Because those kind of problems are spiritual problems. And these men to have been dealt with, with uh, by people that can permit and, and forbid. They can lock and unlock. And Jesus gave the keys to the church. You go, let's go on there. The only, the, the only entity that can withstand and overcome the gates of hell is the church. Jesus said so. No government can withstand the gates of hell. They can, they can be used by hell, but can never in their wildest dreams withstand hell. They do not have one ounce of authority or power to do so. Only the church has. No amount of government. You can get all the United Nations together and not one, not one single person can cast out the smallest all the governments together with all their weaponry and all their psychologists and all their scientists they cannot get rid of one little evil spirit not one therefore one of the biggest problems in humanity being in the first world nations we are the highest and brightest player they are now depending in the world on scientists 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 but just a few months ago, in 2019, 2018, they were dealing with mental illness, mental illness. People who had mental illness and thought today they cannot solve mental illness. They cannot deal with the torments of the mind. They cannot deal with the voices that men are hearing. They cannot deal with the depression that men are hearing. I, you know, I, I, I remember years ago, I, I, I knew a woman that had depression. And uh, it's a Christian woman, but they persuaded her to say, but, but, no, it's not a, it is only, a, and they gave her pulse. And all her life, she's on, on this anti-depressions. So, 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 so she can be depressed, and, they, and, and that thing pumps up. If she's on a high day, she's very high. You understand, she's, she's, she's over the moon in emotions. But, but, but if she's down, she's down. And if she misses one pull, she's finished. Addicted to, to, because of a spirit of depression. Being, being suppressed, and there's a message on, that we have on YouTube or, some, or, or, or on uh, um, YouTube called Win From Within. But we talk about uh, why that is. But we have to understand that, 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 that no, none of the scientists, none of the media, none of the brains, the greatest brains in the world, put them all together and they cannot deal with one little spiritual problem. 
where you can take a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a, a Christian five-year-old, will point the, the, the little finger at the devil and say, in the name of Jesus, come out! And the demon will scream, come out, the person will vomit up the blood if there's poison inside of him, and they'll be free. A little, little baby can do that. They don't even know how to read and write yet. But as long as they have faith in Jesus, they can move mountains. And this is the power of true Christianity. The power of true spirituality. The power inside the church. But we have never thought about it. The time has come for the church to arise and accurately diagnose humanity's issues. Life is spiritual and life is eternal. Let us approach the issues of society with this potent mindset. Not a helpless mindset, a potent mindset, a powerful mindset. You are more powerful than what you think. Where, where have you put those keys? It is time to dust them off and start putting those keys into action. We have, we have a suggestion at where you can start just as we can. Amen. Hallelujah. It is here where you can start. Amen. From today you can start. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of Jesus. I want to I want to go. I'm going on Saturday, January the 16th, the, the audacious church. It sounds like a, a empowered daily recital. Uh, it, 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 it is somehow because because the things that I want to say is in here and then I'm going to say the other thing that I need to say. All right. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so, but if you're a very impatient person, chill. Uh, we, we'll, we'll get there sometime tonight. We'll get to what I want, really actually want to say. Hallelujah. Or you can, you can watch the replay and just forward to where you want to forward to. The Audacious Church, Saturday, January the 16th. The Audacious Church. Yesterday we saw that Jesus gave the keys of the kingdom of heaven to the church. Jesus, these keys have power on earth and in heaven. As it is written, I have given unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever shall be bound in earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever shall loose in earth shall be loose in heaven. That is the power of the name of Jesus, the power that we have. The keys given to the church come from heaven's control room. These are master keys from, from a much higher dimension. The keys of heaven are of are, are more superior substance and functions than earthly keys. These super codes from heaven work on earth and every single time and that without fail. We, we tested it, right? We tested this thing in the beginning of January in the empowered church in a closed setting. What we did, we, we said well, we're going to pray over certain things. We, we, we gave the status. We looked at the media. And we looked at what is available and we said, this is the status quo during this global age of lockdowns. Then we said, now this is the way we're going to pray. And we began to pray in a certain way for five days in the beginning of January. So, so from the we prayed on the 1st, the 3rd, the 5th, the 7th and the 9th of January 2021. And, and you would be, it, 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 if, it, if we did not believe it, it would, be, it would just be astounding coincidence. When we prayed about something the night, within the next 24 hours, 36 hours, there will be a, a fundamental shift exactly in what we prayed for. And we tested this thing. This is the status quo, but as the church, we're praying these prayers and to affect these areas, and then we'll see and, and, and we'll prophesy, we will see it in the media, we will see it, and, and then it will manifest just like that. And that is just a few people praying in a manner like that 
only really starting. Think about it. What can the church not do if we rise to our level of audacity to begin to ask God for big things? Let's go on here. The keys given to the church comes from, from, uh, from heaven's control room. We spoke, spoke about that. We talked about super codes, right? A, a, a punching in certain codes to unlock certain things. It is just that it has, it, it is just that it has, it, it, it has been used on earth so rarely. The keys of heaven has been used on earth so rarely. In most cases, it has only been used on small or personal issues. To no generation of the church on earth have yet dared to use it on a global scale. This requires audacious faith. We believe this generation is the audacious generation. We're talking about you. And the generation ready to do whatever it takes to manifest the glory of Jesus here on earth. We're talking about you. We, we watch you in the spirit. We watched you in our prayer time. We were there before we heard what God said about you. And we know that you are the audacious generation. One like the earth has never seen. Hallelujah. We are so excited to be alive in your hour, to be on earth while you are on earth, just to witness the glory of God manifested through you, the things that you will accomplish in, the li in life, in the spheres of influence around the world, in all the dimensions of influence in this decade. We said it in the 2019 prophecy. We said it's the most exciting time to be alive. Blessed are you that are alive, that are, that are alive on earth where we, we all these things come to pass that started in 2020. Right? We said that in 2019. We said it's a blessed thing. It, it didn't feel blessed, of course. I can tell you that. To be, it didn't feel blessed. But, uh, but it is blessed. The Holy Ghost was saying it's, it's a blessed thing. Right? And so we are so excited for you. It is time for you to go big. Yeah. Begin to imagine those keys of the kingdom of heaven currently in possession of the church, locking and unlocking things on a grand scale. Begin to imagine it. Stop complaining. F imagine. What if I, have the, I had the master key to change the situation? I wish and they realize I do. And then you start the locking and the unlocking. Pray for big things. I remember just a few, just a, a few weeks ago, was it December, November, 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 maybe October, October, yes. October, there was, there was these young people that came, these, 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 these servants of the Lord, these sons of God, and they were at the meeting, at the Sunday meeting. And while I was there, I saw in the realm of the Spirit, and the Lord said, told me to tell them, to tell them this one thing, to say that you, what you go, you go into communities, and then you, you decree in the community how you want to divide it. You stand up and you say exactly what you want to be done in that community, and it shall be done unto you. And the power of God swept through all of them, and they found themselves on the floor as the wind of God, and the Lord began to prophesy over them. And why? Because God's heart is there. 
He, he saw in these young people an audacity, an audaciousness. And God says, this generation, I've been waiting for you. The world has been waiting for you. So stop praying and, and play little games and praying small prayers. But walk up into the community and speak it. Go up to the, go up to the mountain. Go into the, go into the areas and decree and declare in the name of Jesus. And gather together by the strength of unity. And decree and know that whoever shall say unto the mountain after having faith in God whosoever shall say unto the mountain be thou removed let the mountain shift let age old things be shifted let the things that are impossible begin to shift and he that if he will believe what he saith will come to pass having no doubt he will have whatever he saith because it's greater works than these she said them shall, uh, shall, shall they us do who believe in him this is the type of things we, we're talking about we are talking about the power we, uh, I, I, you know I, i'm a critical thinker i was uh, you know my, my my vocation is a critical is a very critical location or, or, or vocation and and we have to think critically and i was an analyst for much of my life so analysts look at data and trends and facts and figures and then look at these things to make predictions so i'm a very critical thinker so in my faith i am the same i you know so i that's why i explain now we experimented the thing in the beginning of january we said let's pray for this thing we did the same thing we did in 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 uh, in in, in 2020, this is when we stopped. Yeah, but so we, so we, so we restarted in 20, 2021. May God forgive us for stopping. But in 2021, we start. We, we we began to experiment. They said, "Let's deal." We, we we can see that in the media is not like that. That in the, we can see. But let's get up tonight as a people. Let's go join over the Zoom call. Let's begin to decree and declare. Let's begin to pray and act in things in the spirit and let, and and let us watch in the days to come what will happen and it happened. That is just experimentation. Why? So I am I'm not saying, I'm saying you experiment this thing. Try it, yeah? You know, you know stand up with audacious faith and begin to say some things. Go beyond your own personal life. Go and begin to do the things, the things that bother you. Begin to put your audacious faith into action in that place and start unlocking and locking. Sunday, January the 17th, the highest authority. Where I... I want to run. I, I'm, I'm, I'm running, you know. Uh, but, but Sunday, January the 17th, the highest authority in the Empowered Daily. So what is the church? To, to understand the answer to that question, you must first understand who Jesus is. Paruto de Dryas. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus. In Matthew 28, just, you know, uh, 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 in Matthew 28, and, and I'm going to read Matthew 28. Uh, it, it, it is things that these are the things that that, that 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 moves me to emotions. These are the things that move me. Jesus moves me. My my, my family can say many times. My 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 kids come to comfort me because I'm just sitting there and crying. And I say, Why are you crying, Dad? Why are you crying? And tears will be going. Somebody will be shaking. But why? I just thought about Jesus. I thought about His kingdom. I thought about His goodness. I thought about who He is. And my being could not retain. It could not, I could not keep myself together. And I began to weep uncontrollably. Tears, even if I try to contain it, it will just flow. Down 
down my cheeks even now. Why? Because I think about Jesus, who he really is, what he really is, how we have not understood who he is. But in this hour of the Holy Ghost, he's opening our understanding, he's opening your understanding, and he's flooding it with light. And you're going to see Jesus like you've never seen him before. Jesus knows who he is. He knows exactly who he is. All the saints of heaven know who he is. All the angels know exactly who Jesus is. And all the demons know who Jesus is and they tremble. It is only man that doesn't know. And sadly so, it is the church of Jesus that doesn't know. Oh, verse 2021. We have made it our mission to tell you who Jesus is. Hallelujah. In, in, in Matthew chapter 28 and verse number 18. In Matthew 28 and, and, and verse number 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You see, Jesus comes with a certain audacity. He says to them, all the power, all the power has been given unto me. He has absolute confidence. All the influence, all the power has been given unto me. And, and, and we looked at that, uh, that word, the exousia, and, and, and some other forum, or, or maybe it's an empowered daily somewhere. But we looked at that. When he talks about the authority, the influence, the jurisdiction, one whose will and desires and wishes must be adhered to. And Jesus says, all authority has been given to be in heaven and on earth. We, we, we read it, but we don't think about it. We don't pause about it. We think of all the authorities in the world. Jesus says, all that authority, I'm higher. All of it has been given me. And then he says, you've not known heaven, but in heaven even, all the authority has been given unto me. And he says, go here therefore, teaching, teaching them. And then number 20, he said, teaching them to observe whatever I have commanded you. He said, make student of the nations. He has an audacity. He's not saying begging them. He's not saying pretty please. He's not saying, you know, we, we know that our, our Lord Jesus is dumb. We know he's, he's, educa he's uneducated. We know he knows nothing about science or, or politics or business or, or technology. But please, if you accept Jesus, one day you will go to heaven. It's a, that is not the gospel, it's a false one. It contains a fraction of the reality. Even the Jews understood Yeshua means salvation that starts immediately in this life. Therefore, Jesus said, they said to Jesus, we have left everything for you. Jesus said to him, truly I tell you, verily, verily, I say unto you, whoever has lived a land and a house or whatever, whatever, you will receive a hundredfold in this life and the life to come, eternal life. You see, Jesus just, never just made it about eternal life. It is here that the authority that is needed. It is here on earth. The commission is on earth, my brother and sister. Eternity will have eternity. But here, we're exercising authority and influence. This power that we have here, we are dominating in this eon. No devil is taking over the church. I'm saying, I'm telling you, we are things that we, we're going to manifest on the earth like you've never seen before. 
Eh, I am beside myself. But, but, but let, me, let me start with highest authority again. Back to Sunday, January. Said, uh, before I go in, in, into worship service. Yeah. Says, what is the church? And to understand the answer to that question, you must first understand who Jesus is. The scripture describes Jesus' rank and influence in this way. His rank. Say, chappies. It says this. Who is the image of the invisible God, Paul says in Colossians. The firstborn of the every creature. In other words, he is, the, he, he is the big brother of every creature. He is the first of every creature. No creature is above him and before him. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are, 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 are in earth and visible and invisible. So you must understand there are creatures in heaven, creatures on the earth, visible and invisible. They are creatures you can't see. Even they are natural creatures. These little, little mites. Sometimes you see them, then you don't. But there are other things they don't see. You need a certain type of microscope or some type of uh, uh, instrument to see them. But Jesus is over all that things. And in the spiritual realm also. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, he deals with high things here. All things were created by him and for him. He is before all things and by him all things concerned. And he is the head of the body of the church who is the, who is the beginning, the first one from the, from the dead. That in all things he might have preeminence in all things. His rank and authority. Jesus is the highest ranked being in heaven and on earth. In, in the visible and the invisible, he has preeminence over all things. Do you know who Jesus is? When you know it as a Christian, no, you can never, you can never again walk as a beggar. No, no, no. I said yesterday, I breathe in air. It's the presence of Zoe, the Numa, the breath of God. You have lived a life, my brother and sister, cast in you the hope of glory. You receive the kingdom that cannot be shaken. If you understood, if your eyes opened, that's what Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter number one, that the eyes of your understanding may be, may be, may be enlightened by God giving you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Jesus is higher than anything you can imagine. I watched a movie. God forgive me for watching movies. But I, I, I watched a war movie, a war movie. Now, a war movie, there is no... There is no romance. There's no sentimentals. There's just blood, bloodshed. They're just bombing people up. It's gruesome to watch. But the movie starts with this one thing here. That they, they gave, the general gave one of the corporals a letter. And so I want you to deliver this letter to the colonel. And along the way, it's in a war zone. You know, you know it's during the war, one of the world wars. And, the, and they were running to get there. And sometimes they bumped into a lieutenant. They bumped into a captain or a major or another colonel. And, uh, and the moment they wanted to grab him and say, come your corporal. You, they said, I carry orders from the general. And they would let them go. They may have some lip. But they'll let them go because they carry a letter, a, a command, an instruction. And they knew if they touch this corporal, if they hinder him, they hinder the general and they'll be court-martialed. No matter who they are. Because this little corporal 
and the little private there has been sent on a mission by the general himself. And it's not because he is great, but because the general is great. Not because of his rank, but because of the general's rank. And so you must understand your commission and mission. Yes, you are royalty. Yes, you are the holy nation. Yes, you are the peculiar people. Yes, you are the royal prison. Yes, you are kings and priests unto God and reign on the earth. But he understands what we're doing on this earth. We're doing it not in our own name, but in the name of Jesus, the highest rank being in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. And that's what we're talking about here tonight, just this weekend. Jesus also is the head of the church. Thus to, thus to answer the question posed about, the church is his body, as it is written, his body, the fullness of him, and full of all in all. In other words, wherever you see the church in action, it is actually Jesus. When I see you, I see Jesus. The church is Jesus' enforcer. If you want to show benevolence, he sends the church. If he wants to communicate a message to the earth's people, he sends the church. That's you. If he wants to break a few devil bones, he sends the church. Hope you catch our drift. Other words, it's like the mafia enforcers. You, they, they, you know, when you see them, they are coming to do something. When the devil sees you rock up in a place, he understood that you're coming to do something right there. Something right there. He knows he's very scared because he knows that you are Jesus' enforcer. He knows if, if he did wrong, you're coming to do something about him. Therefore, when Jesus came into, the, into Galilee in the power of the Spirit, the, the, the demons cried out and they cried out, what have we, what are we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to torment us before the time they knew the enforcer was here? Now the same way you come in the name of Jesus, they remember it. They know that every time a Christian comes and shows up, you're the enforcer. But they first find out, do you know your instructions? Do you know your role? Do you know who you are? If not, they try to deceive you and say, I'm going to smack you around. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to make you sick. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to destroy your life. You say, no, I've already died. And my life is hit with Christ and God. My affections are not on the earth, but it's in heaven. I'm a citizen of heaven. My communication, my conversation is there. And I have just come with an apostolic mandate uh, to beat you up and, 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 and chase you and evict you out of this country side drive them out all the legion we don't want one little devil we don't drive all of them out all of them out all of them out all of them out shabos Jesus is the highest authority in all dimensions. The church is the highest authority on earth. It is time for the church to feel the weight of our presence and of, uh, for the earth to feel the weight of our presence and authority. Let, uh, let's release our spiritual weapons. Oh, Barredo Moyeja. Lama nam de Bardo Huka Yemenoja eto ozel in grande revigris o mamuyega. Nire mongra ide benigri a mongol hari anoya deyazuzaza. Sharondre eremal eya. Ha ha ha. Jerenale ego mayandra. Igayanamaga. If you know who you are, wake up tonight. This is just this weekend. It is Sunday night. Oh my God, the day of the Lord. 
Jesus is going to do something with your life. You have a battle axe. You're an instrument of war. In the 2019 prophecy on the 1st of December 2019, uh, there, uh, I, I, I prophesied there also. Uh, it is not available publicly, but there I prophesied, uh, you know, there in the empowered church. I said, what is happening in this hour? Uh, God said, you are my battle axe. You are my weapons of war. And so when we see 2020 in the realm of the spirit, we understand that we are God's battle axe. We are his weapons of war and he's going to cut down the devil and he's going to cut down the forces of darkness and he's going to roll him down the mountain and make him a burn down mountain. The kingdom of God will prevail. The kingdom of God will not be shaken. You think you can shake the Holy Ghost? You can't shake the Holy Ghost. I like what the, you know, uh, you know I don't want to encourage you to, to, to say these things, you know. But maybe I should. Maybe I should get in trouble a little bit. But the man, I, I, I heard a man of God say, you want to fight God? You said it today, you want to fight God? You, you're really going to oppose the, the will of God? You, you're going to fight you devils? You demon-possessed people? You evil? You think you're going to overcome the church? He said, let every person that fight with the destiny of God and the calling of God and his anointing, may they end up in a wheelchair. I said, what? He says, yes, you will end up in a wheelchair. May you end up in a wheelchair. Jehovah, fight our battles. The man wasn't playing games. You see, I was shocked. And I realized, ah, in their battles, they're fighting. In the realm of the, in the world of witchcraft, they're, they're taking no prisoners. I don't know where we should be praying that kind of prayers. But I know we'll be praying dangerous prayers in 2021. <laughs> Jesus! Monday, January the 18th. Unlock it, and then I'm going to say what I need to say. Recently, we saw that Jesus, the highest of ranked being, gave the keys of the kingdom of heaven to the church. The ability to, to permanently lock and unlock has been given to the church only when something is locked in the spirit. Is it truly locked? I want you to understand these things. Hey, we, 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 we are spiritual beings. Huh? Ah. Hey. We are in Christ. We, we do it in the spiritual realm. <laughs> The weapons of warfare, they're not carnal. They're mighty through, uh, through God. They're pulling down the strongholds. Can, bring, can, make thing, uh, can take things captive. We must understand that our power is in the spirit. You see, no government has the power to truly lock anything down. According to scripture, all governments governed by the delegated authority. Not, not delegated authority from the people, but delegated the delegation from God. Doesn't the Bible say that? Romans 13. Your government's authority to government comes from God. God made government authority to his servants for the good of the people and to execute justice on the evildoers. Romans 13. Right? Therefore, their decisions are binding on the lives of men under their rule. And, and then we talk about how, how men, countless men have died because of wars. Countless families, countless orph orphans. Because somebody made a decision and sent others to their, to, to their, to, to, to their eternal destination. God did not give the keys of the kingdom of heaven to governments. He gave these to the highest authority on earth. He gave it to the church. He's true representative of earth. 
The governments of nations in effect govern at the pleasure of the church of Jesus Christ. As it is written, He who now letteth will let, neither uh, until ye, ye be taken out of the way, albeit difficult to comprehend. This is a truth that must dawn upon us. That your government, any government of any nation, govern not at the will of the people. When you hear the will of the people, well, it's not never the will of the people. You could see it. You see it now, eh? Around the world is never the will of the people. The will of the people may be something else. It's always by their own will. Don't never be deceived that any government anywhere governs by the will of the people. Nobody. These are only fruits there. They are governed by the will of God. Daniel teaches us that they are governed, they are ruled. Ezekiel and, and Daniel teaches us that these spiritual entities, princes and kings in the realm of the, of the spirit, principalities, powers, thrones and dominions in the heavenly world that uses other earthly things. They are holy nations that are controlled by, by higher authorities from heaven that influence. And so but at the at end, all governments govern and all leaders govern by the, by the authority and the pleasure of God. Psalm 75, we saw it last night. And so, and in effect, because we are the highest authority on the earth, it is our permission that counts. You see it. The, the uh, nations are only locked and unlocked by the remission of the church. And, you, and it's exactly what has happened around the world. We could elaborate, but we don't have any time tonight. What has been locked erroneously? What has been locked in error? It is now high time for you, the church, to unlock it. God wants to bring justice. Justice must be done. I'm on Tuesday, January the 19th, in justice. Mm. The plight of humanity has always been dire since the fall of man in the, in the Garden of Eden. Life has been, have been far from a paradise for man and since Cain's iniquity, the cry for justice has never stopped. Every, everywhere there is an, an intense cry from the suffering and the disenfranchised of the world for justice. Many advocates for justice have risen to their plight. A vast array of effort, initiatives and other interventions have swept the world as a result. Yet the, the need seems to be getting greater and more desperate. You see, the natural initiative, irrespective of what, when, where, and by whom it, it's being driven, can only go so far. It remains in the realm of the natural. Yet we saw that injustice began in the Garden of Eve, uh, with Eve's injustice towards Adam, and Adam's injustice towards God. Later, Cain unjustly turned against his brother, and it has been so ever since. The root of injustice is spiritual. It is caused by sin in the heart and enforced and truly per perpetuated or, or, or perpetrated by the father of sin, Satan. The church as the highest ranked uh, spiritual entity on earth must learn to deal with the enforcer of injustice. The devil on behalf of the disenfranchised. I'm talking of spiritual things here. I'm talking about the global church prayers night and day. Will bind the devil will be and push back the evil. Sometimes we pray for the, for the unjust people, the people, unjust, people that are victims of, of injustice. But some things don't change. You know why? God wants us to do something about it. Not God. 
We must do something about the, 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 the evil one, the devil, we must bind him. Okay? Although our natural efforts can deal with the, with the symptoms and fallout caused by the spiritual, who and what is going to spiritually hinder the voice of the destroyer from energizing the sons of disobedience? It has to be you. You have to wake up tonight. I know that there's a destroyer. We know, I'm not talking here to talking about some other initiative. I'm talking to you about the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible says that the enemy is the devil. That if he comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That the devil is the one that oppresses people. That Jesus went about doing good to all, healing all oppressed by the devil. All oppression comes from the devil. We have to deal with the devil. You see, in today's world, the Bible says in, in Hebrew chapter number 2, verse number 14, that Jesus through his death destroyed him, paralyzed him. The devil, uh, him who was all our life, kept us in bondage with the fear of death, him the devil. Today the whole world, lost, the whole world was locked down, the world's locked down because of one thing, fear of death. But yet Jesus has already defeated the devil. All our lives holds bondage by the fear of death. You know it is the devil's work. Why? Because there's fear of death. But Jesus had paralyzed the devil through his own death. When we celebrate, that's why the devil was so thing about shutting it all down before Easter. Why? Because it is the one thing that when you take communion, you proclaim in the realm of the spirit, there's a thunder in the realm of the heavenlies to say that the death has been defeated, that the devil has been destroyed. You see, these are spiritual things, my brother and sister. We're talking about justice weekend. And you must start doing the justice. By beginning to say, my God, I dedicate myself to be spiritual. Many of you, we talked about yesterday, in the Jobs and the Daniels and the Noahs, you're going to do physical things and they, and they are ones that I know that are busy with all kinds of social justice things and community outreaches and all kinds of things that helped a lot of people over the years. You are even on this, on this broadcast, I, I suspect. But, this greater thing, and that is tonight, is a challenge to, be, to become and become spiritual. And to begin to pray for justice. And understanding that our mandate in this hour, the apostolic thing that God wants us to do, is to pray for justice. 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 On Thursday, January 21, we had a devotional called Pray for Justice. In the Gospel of Luke, the Lord Jesus shared a parable of a widow in order to encourage unrelenting prayer. This is a famous story and preached on countless, on countless times. However, what she prayed, the judge for is not often focused on in, in, in our preaching Bible stories. But what was she praying for? She was saying, avenge me. The word avenger used in, 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 in that passage, in the Greek word there, is ekdikio. And, 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 and essentially meaning to vindicate one's right, to do one justice, to protect, to defend one person from a, another. In other words, that widow woman was praying for justice. She was provoking the un an unjust judge to dispense justice. Even in the days of Jesus on earth, the, the judiciary was not always fair and just. Hence the length of time it took for her to get justice through the justice, their justice system. The, the, the judiciary was unjust in the day. Jesus said that God was not. 
encouraged God to lick through, through this parallel to pray for justice. The Lord said, Yeah, what the unjust just said. And so not God avenge meeting out justice for his own elect, which cried day and night unto him. You'll need to pray day and night. This is a start. That in the season of the justice weekend, we need to pray for justice on a daily basis. You need to weep. You need to cry to God and say, Now will justice be done? Now in the name of Jesus, I, I, I we see an area. You say, Expose injustice. I cripple the spirit of injustice in the name of Jesus Christ. I share light as the light, uh, as a son of light, as the light of the world. I in the name of Jesus, I shed light. It is okay to pray for justice. In fact, it is time to pray for justice on the grand scale. This kind of prayer is long overdue. It is just to pray for justice. Pray for justice. And now I come to the most important thing on Friday, January 22nd, what I wanted to say tonight. The great defender. The psalmist says he is a father to the fatherless. He gives justice to the widows for he is holy. Think about it. God says he's holy and in his holiness he gives, he is he, a father to the fatherless. He gives justice to the widows. It is a sign of his holiness that he's in his holy habitation. Let us go on. The widow in the Lord's parable, which we mentioned yesterday, was always assured of justice before God's throne and so also his elect. The reason being that God is a defender of such. Why? David said, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. In Psalm 37, he said it. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. You know why God answers your prayers? Not because of mercy. God answers your prayers because of justice. I don't have time for that. I can go from Genesis to Revelation to show you the character of Jehovah. The character of Jesus. It was never for God. It was never, the cross was never about mercy. The sacrifice of the cross was never about mercy. It is what God, hard in His holiness and His, and, and his righteousness, cried for justice because of the iniquity. And God then stepped out and became intercessor Himself so that he can do justice unto himself. And so upon the sun was laid all the punishment for injustice of every human being past, present, and future upon, upon the sun. And all the justice of God, the wrath of God came upon Jesus. It was about justice. God loves justice. And he preserves you, my brother and sister. You're going to be preserved in 2021, not because of mercy. You're going to be preserved because of justice. He is faithful and true. That one, the true God, the just God that is coming on the horse, coming to ride on the horse, the, the word of God. At the last day, you must understand this thing. It's about justice. Your prayer life, your outlook in verse 20, 21, it's about injustice. You're going to see injustice being done on the grand scale this year. And the year to come, and you have to be one, a warrior for justice. I'm not telling you go up and, and, and throw stones. I'm not saying that you go and protest. What we are saying is that you make a protestation before the, in the realm of the Spirit. The weapons of your warfare, my brother and sister, they are not carnal. If, 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 if prayer didn't work, why, why do you claim that you are born again? 
If prayer didn't work, why do you claim you have the Holy Ghost? If prayer didn't work, why are you saying that you're going to spend eternity with Jesus? Prayer works, my brother and sister. It's time you take it seriously, very seriously. Understand that God is a great defender. He's a very great defender. Right. The Apostle John said in his epistle that God is faithful and just. John in the book of Revelation wrote, And I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doeth judge and make war. When he's come, that's Revelation 19 there. He's coming in, in, in righteousness he, he doeth judge and in wars. My brother and sister, we have entered the year, uh, this decade of the 20s. It's about judges, justice and war. It's about judging and war. We, we, you know, a crossover message talked about it in Psalm 82. We don't have the time here tonight. We're out of time. But the one thing we have to understand, that Jesus is, is called the word of God, faithful and true, and in righteousness, he doeth judge and make war. It is time for war in the spirit. For this is war. If you, if you listen to the first, the, 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 that clip we played in session one, spiritual war. God was saying to us in 2019, when you see, as you enter into the 2020s, as you see, you will see all over the news, people dying. But why are they dying? Because of spiritual war. Because wicked spirits push against the, uh, uh, the church, the body of Christ. And this is going to be a decade of fighting. That's why it's called, the, uh, we, the Lord said, it's an outstanding victory. The Lord was saying to me that the corporate church, and they're going to pray, and they're going to warn the spirit, and they're going to achieve outstanding victory. You're going to see things change upon the earth, that the 2021 the start will not be like the 2021 ending because of the prayers of the saints. It will prevail. It ascends there in, 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 in Revelation 5, Revelation 8. Uh, it's mixed with the incense before the, the nostrils of the, of the Almighty God. And, when, and, and, and then it's mixed with fire, my brother and sister. And there's a response, there's thunders, there's, there's lightnings, there's, 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 there's voices and there's an earthquake. You're going to see things starting this April you've never seen before. Right. God is just and justice is little understood by the modern day church. God so burns for justice that he lambasted his people in Psalm 82 by saying, How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. God in his holy habitation is a judge. And a defender of the disenfranchised. Are you not the temple of the Holy Spirit and His habitation? Just as the New Testament testifies, when He is a judge, he, when, when He is a judge and defender of the disenfranchised for you, He's a defender. Psalm 68, verse number 5 and 6. This is what I was going to say tonight. This is my scripture. I've, I've done all the things. Psalm 68, verse 5 to 6 is what I came here tonight to say unto you. A father of the fatherless, a judge of the widows, is God in his holy habitation. God sitteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound of chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. I've come to tell you that God has given unto you and me as the church a mandate in this hour. To start in the realm of the heavenlies and bring justice in the spiritual realm. To like the prophet Daniel. Daniel didn't, didn't uh, 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 do a toy toy 
in Babylon or in, in the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians, Daniel bowed his knees three times a day. Daniel's name is God, is my judge. And how did he judge? He bowed his knee. Daniel began to pray. You will soon find after that, that but people were released and the walls of Jerusalem was being built and the law and the, and the worship was restored and, and the people began to go back to the land. Why? Why? Because for a man like Daniel who read the prophecy of Jeremiah and then went and bowed his knee and then he began to pray and God answered and then he didn't understand and he fasted and prayed for 21 days and God, and God answered. You see, these are men of the realms of the spirit. These are the age. This is the age of Daniel, Daniel-like characters exist. Daniel-like characters are, is, is on, they are, they are on, on this broadcast now. That mantle is here, present. And so, and so there's, a, there's a prayer, there's a justice, there's a movement, there's a harm, there's a God cause that you must take up. And there's a man that God has given you wants to defend the disenfranchised and the poor. And what is going to happen on the earth is going to astound many people, you know, to, to the level of injustice and to the level of calamity that is coming, you now starting. But, but God is going to, through you, do something. Yes, we, yeah, in the beginning we prayed, in the first session we prayed for you, that God would protect you. We prayed yesterday. We're going to pray tonight again for you under the sound of my voice. We're going to pray for you. We pray for you. We lay before the presence of God for you. We fast for you. You say, why? So we fast for you and pray for you. But you as the church of Jesus Christ now need to take out the fasting burden and the prayer burden and the justice burden while the prophets and the apostles and the pastors and the, and the evangelists and the teachers, they pray for the body of Christ. They fast for the body of Christ. They get skinny for the body of Christ. They fight battles for the body of Christ. They are there teaching, you know, sweating, uh, praying, uh, studying the word uh, to get ready. They, they, their hearts are beating fast. They are pushing their bodies. Why? For the saints of God. But now the saints of God, the church of Jesus Christ, must go into the realm of influence, in the realms of society. And they must begin to utter words and prayers and begin to saturate and drench the throne room of heaven and, and, and the very floors and, 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 and the prayer mat. With, with, with tears and begin to drench and release words into heaven that God can say I cannot but, but, but listen to the people there in South Africa I cannot listen to, I, I, I can't but respond to the people there in the Western Cape I can't do I can't do anything now I have to send fire I have to release angels I have to move things I have to shift and change the seasons you're going to see a change starting this year there's going to be mighty changes because of the prayers of the saints and this has been the reason tonight for coming on. Nothing fancy, nothing spectacular, nothing too deep, but ever so true. And I think of all that we've said these last three days, most important. Know that your God is a defender. He is a God of justice. And he can only do it in his habitation. And that habitation is you. Know that the way that the, the widow did it when she felt powerless is to inquire, is to, is to pershushamai, to pershushamai, to beseech. The same way Jesus said, man should always pray and not faint. That in Luke chapter 18 verse number 1. And then he told the parable, the story of the widow. You know, and then he says, but when the son of man, will he find faith in God? Will he find people that can pray for justice like that? It's going to be you. From tonight, it's going to be you. You're going to go beyond your own home, your own needs. No, no, no. You're going to be a warrior like the widow. Yeah. You're going to be a warrior. She could be weeping there 
Even Anna and the prophetess prayed like that. Night and day. You want to shift things in the realm of the spirit. As a little boy, as a teenage boy, I saw in the scriptures that how men and women used to pray. We heard and read the stories of the great intercessors like Reeves Howells, the Apostle James and others. How they prayed. It's time that you and I pray in the same manner in this generation. What are we going to pray for? We're going to pray for justice. For our God is a great defender and he defends in us. Are we going to pray like the widow? We're going to be persistent, insistent in prayer, shamelessly so. My brother and sister, I thank you for being on the broadcast and listening to what we said here tonight by the Holy Ghost. Now I pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is Justice Weekend. Father, this apostolic mandate for your people to rise up to the cause of spiritual justice and use the spiritual weaponry to fight against the powers of darkness, to advance the moving and the marching forward of the kingdom of God in this hour. Lord God, these under the sound of my voice, let them let the fire, let the spark touch them now. Let the cold touch them now. L let the burden seize their heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, Spirit of the Lord, let our justice warriors rise from this hour. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.